Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. We're continuing to follow the breaking news this hour out of Prague. There's some new images coming in. Um, as Czech police are responding to a deadly shooting at Charles University. Now, police have put out information, uh, a tweet saying that the gunman has, in their words, been eliminated, but also saying in the, in the new information released that there are several dead and injured at the scene. Now, this is all the preliminary reporting. This took place a couple of hours ago. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, good to be with you. Find everything at Tony Katz. Dot com. This is Prague, Czech Republic, where there has been a shooting. Right now, they're saying 10 dead, about 30 injured. This number is going to change, and we don't have anything, uh, not, not necessarily substantive, but definitive, to engage reporting in. And I don't think there will be until tomorrow. Uh, the idea of of motives, et cetera, what, what, what's happening here, what does this have connection to, we don't have it. We don't have an answer for it. Forgive me, the, the cold is still lingering. We don't have a, uh, an answer for that at all. But this has happened, and we are certainly keeping an eye on it, just like we're keeping an eye on what's going on in Israel. As the talk is, there's going to be another push for a ceasefire, which is nutty because there was an attack, I believe, as, as was reported on Tel Aviv. The bombs continue to drop from Hamas. Yet the Israelis actually believe they can get to a place where they get more hostages released. Meanwhile, as reported by the Wall Street Journal, the Gazans understand the issue. Turns out the people of Gaza, way smarter than the people of your local university. Hamas is the reason they suffer. This terrorist organization is the reason they suffer. Israel responding? Well, of course Israel is going to respond. And of course Israel is going to maneuver till Hamas is destroyed. Hamas has impoverished these people. Hamas has threatened and physically abused, if not killed, these people. Hamas is the enemy of all rational people and all rational thought. Again, for everybody except those who exist on a college campus, whether it be the students, the ridiculous faculty, makes no difference. And it would be wrong to say that they're all ridiculous. But man, are they really good at being ridiculous. So many of them. Outright fools. This, this is where we are. So that the, these are the two things that, that have been uh, breaking. And certainly, they are going to continue to be key and top-line stories. Nothing as big as the border. I've got plenty of border stuff to get to, including Stephen A. Smith from ESPN. The man's got opinions. Uh, when the sports guys go political... When the sports guys go political, man, and and, and the, in the main, the, it's always to the left, and it's always some outrage machine as opposed to an understanding of the situation. I will, I will get into that. But it is the 
the Trump on the ballot story that clearly has captured the imagination. That Trump has been removed from the ballot by the Supreme Court of Colorado in a 4-3 decision because of insurrection. What do you mean because of insurrection? Well, um, uh, people who have got a lot of emotions and no way of dealing with them like grown-ups, uh, they decided that Trump did a bad and therefore he had to be punished, but not by uh, the, the courts and not innocent until proven guilty. Uh, they, they had to take it upon themselves and ensure that other people had their vote taken away from them. And so you had to take Trump off the ballot. Colorado Republicans have said, that's fine. Take him off the ballot. We'll change to a caucus state. We're good. And people are like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, well, caucus. It won't be a primary. It'll be a caucus. That way uh, he can get the delegates if he wins, and, and that's that. We're, we're, we're not interested in playing your games, guys. That's a, that, was a, that was a nice little end around right there. But, of course, the story is first the voter suppression, which nobody's talking about but us. You understand that that's what this is. When the Colorado Supreme Court says because of the 14th Amendment, Section 3, Trump is guilty of insurrection and therefore he cannot be uh, uh, allowed to be on a ballot. That That is a, uh, just so I think we understand each other, that is such a fantasy role-playing game. I am surprised when the ruling came out, people didn't immediately have an orgasm and smoke a cigarette. These people, this is their level of gratification. We kept Trump off the ballot. Oh, that's so good. Give me another cigarette. I cannot wait to smoke one. I mean, people change their pants. They love the idea of abusing the Constitution. They love the idea of eliminating rights. Your right to vote is meaningless because they don't like the guy. Who cares if you like Trump? Do you know how much grief I take on a daily basis because I'm not 24-7 Trumpity Trump, Trump, Trump? I take a fair amount of grief. But I am, I am talking about winnability. I am talking about uh, how, how, what, what policies best move a nation. I don't think that people should be prevented from voting for their guy. The left thinks this. And they love this. And when they're able to stop somebody, it is for them this this moment of just ecstasy and release. They're weird people. They're very, very weird people. They're also hateful people. They're also bigots. How else could you possibly describe uh, the political left except that when you realize they want to take away your right to vote? So this happens in Colorado. There's going to be a fight. Of course, it has to go to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court should rule 9 nothing. This brings us to California. Now, this is the proof, in case you somehow needed more of it, this is the proof of the left being the thing they claim the right is. Remember what the, and, 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 and you might note uh, that, that I am more than ever on this subject, very pointed about differences between Republicans and Democrats and very direct. Uh, so we're clear. Uh, the Democratic Party is disgusting. That they haven't stood up en masse and said, we can't do this uh, is, is gross. 
And while there are some Democrats, Doug Schoen has been one. I believe uh, that the former senator of Missouri, Claire McCaskill, is actually like, this is a bad idea. Uh, and others. To hear uh, Congressman Adam Schiff or Congressman Ted Lieu say th- they held a trial and they determined they didn't hold a trial. Dear Lord, they took a look at a couple of videos, decided to engage their own type of snuff film fantasy and said, how can we get rid of Trump? And then again with the pants and the cigarettes. That's what happened. So there are some who are saying, guys, this is this is a bad idea. This is This is not how you run a country. Some who actually still believe in the country. Then there are those progressives who don't care about anything. They only care about victory. Disgusting, awful people. It's not victory. It's power. Disgusting, awful, worthless, terrible people. And if you tell me there's no difference between the parties, I'm going to point to this, which is why when I see people on the political right saying, oh, we should take Biden off the ticket, I'm like, you don't quite understand what's happening here. I get your point. Who are these people to think that they can abuse you 24-7? When do they get bopped in the nose? I get the point. But we just stated this can't be done. So now the answer is let's go do it. This is why I drink bourbon. That's why I drink bourbon. But I have watched leftist after leftist, whether it be Joy Reid or Mara Gay from the New York Times, which I'll share that with you, or, or Rachel Maddow. What a, what a fool. Oh, well, this is just protecting democracy. That's what they claim. They claim they're the protectors of democracy and Trump is the threat to democracy. Look what they just did. Now you know where the threat is. The thing that they accuse is the thing that they do. They accuse the right of being the threat. They accuse Trump of being the threat to democracy. And they, in Colorado, eliminated the people of Colorado's ability to vote. Brings us to California where you have the lieutenant governor sending out a letter to the secretary of state of California. The lieutenant governor is Eleni Kuna, I think you pronounce it Kunalakis. K-O-U-N-A-L-A-K-I-S. I've never heard it pronounced, so I'm, I'm taking my best shot at it. She sends a letter. We're going to write a letter. And somebody had to say, you can't tell me what to do. And then she had to apologize and take a re-education course. And then they got to the letter writing to the Secretary of State, Shirley Weber. And the letter says, look, Colorado is now the, 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 the basis. And California has to follow suit. Because Donald Trump violated the 14th Amendment by inciting an insurrection on January 6, 2021. And we have to remove him from the ballot retribution they hate trump so much and they hate you for still being okay with him so much they have to end your ability to vote you have to be taught a lesson people think this is about trump this is about you they're taking away your right to vote they're kicking you in the face, and then telling you, say thank you, look at the favor we just did for you. You want to talk about the threat to democracy? You want to have it in conversation about the actual fascism? Take a look. 
people had sent me on on Twitter. Well, Trump has to be held responsible for for the violence that he fomented. Wouldn't wouldn't be held, being held responsible happen in a court? Where are the charges? I'm asking you a question. Where are the charges of insurrection from CNN, the former attorney general, William Barr? Well, I think if they take it up, they're going to slap it down very quickly. And I hope they do take it up quickly and slap it down because otherwise he could be left off the ballot uh, in, in this primary. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you're not even saying that you disagree necessarily with what the district court and then the Colorado Supreme Court found in terms of insurrection. You just think it's the wrong process. You think they're like, for instance, Jack Smith's trial, uh, although he's not actually charged the president right. with insurrection. Yeah. The important the, legally, the real the, the non, denial of due process is fatal here. But as, as you alluded to in your opening comments, the 14th Amendment uh, is not something that can be applied willy nilly by the states through sort of ad hoc proceedings. It, it was contemplated that the federal government set up the enforcement mechanism. So you have some standard. You know, what is the proof that's required? What is the procedure that is required? And hopefully some adumbration of what exactly uh, the uh, insurrection is. Now, we're going to have those issues addressed. Yeah. Now, he hasn't charged. Uh, Jack Smith has not charged the president. The federal investigation has not charged uh, President Trump with insurrection or incitement. And uh, but that's a trial that's going to take place with due process and it's going to get into all these issues. What was his state of mind? What were his actions? That is the kind of proceeding where these things could be established. And none of those things have taken place. So for the people who are these fetishists who just want to scream insurrection, that's how you feel. And no one should give a good holy damn how you feel. Take your feelings and put them somewhere. Your feelings don't matter. And your feelings don't matter so much that I think we should fight about it. But let's get back. No charges of insurrection. So the idea that, well, it's it's clear that Donald Trump is involved in an insurrection. That's what Joe Biden said. It's self-evident, says the president of the United States. You understand how little these people care about the Constitution, care about the law, and care about decency. They don't care. Say anything. It doesn't matter. It's not self-evident. You know what's self-evident? You're an old man who probably doesn't know where the bathroom is in your own house. That, to me, is self-evident. Right? Because that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about personal feelings. Self-evident. It's self-evident that you don't actually run anything, Joe Biden. It's self-evident that your son is a coke fiend and you worked with him to get paid. That's self-evident to me. But, you know, hey, who am I? Go back to California. Go back to these abusers. Go back to these people who suppress the vote. The lieutenant governor of California wants the Secretary of State of California, to work to move Trump off of the ballot based on the Colorado Supreme Court ruling in Anderson versus Griswold. I urge you to explore every legal option to remove former President Donald Trump from California's 2024 presidential primary ballot. 
And she ends, does the lieutenant governor, by saying, California must stand on the right side of history. California is obligated to determine if Trump is ineligible for the California ballot for the same reasons described in Anderson. The Colorado decision can be the basis for a similar decision here in our state. The Constitution is clear. You must be 40 years old and not be an insurrectionist. I'm sorry. What now? You have to be... Did you say 40? Forty? Twenty-five to be a member of Congress. Thirty to be a senator. Thirty-five to be president. You're telling me that the lieutenant governor is such a dope, the lieutenant governor of California. She didn't know this? Didn't check? Well, then again, she calls him an insurrectionist, even though there's no trial. So clearly, a standard is meaningless. Do not forget what you're looking at here. This, this is abuse. This is a hatred of the Constitution and a hatred of the people. This is a power-hungry group called the Democratic Party willing to do anything to you to get their way. Don't reward these people at all. I'm Tony Katz. paying back their student loan debt i know i know you're shocked you're like how how could that happen we've told them how important it is to pay back their debts so there are 22 million people who are are paying back uh, student loan debt but um nine million so 40 percent are like nah no, no, I guess anything is possible. The, the, things have just started back up. Uh, you had Biden keeping these people from having to pay their responsibilities. And so they, they forgot they had to pay it, right? That, that's, that is possible. That is totally me being, you know, like the most grace I can muster. But I think uh, uh, um, a great number of them are simply saying, uh, no, 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 I don't, I don't have to do this. No, I don't have to pay debt. I don't have to pay for the money that I took at somebody else's responsibility. I'm special. This is Biden's America. I want to know if they take the credit hit. I want to know if they suffer for it. I I I I want to know if there is any type of ramification that comes from them not paying. Because if not, if this is Biden's America, I want to know what I can stop paying. Because do you have any idea how many cigars I can buy? I mean, just pick the thing. Pick the thing that I don't have to pay anymore. That is immediate cigar budget. 
That's beautiful. <laughs> Promised myself I wouldn't cry. This is Tony Katz today. Christmas is right around the corner. And you might need help getting a gift. Now, look, I'm not buying it for you. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not providing that kind of kind of help. But there are last-minute gifts that you can get, last-minute deals that will arrive by Christmas. All I want to do is help. All I want to do is is is, is help right, right here. Uh, so I've got a, a list. It's not a definitive list. It's not the only list. And certainly, as, as I often discuss, shop local. Shop the sponsors of your favorite radio station. If they support this show, they support other shows, that's where you should shop first. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, 833-GOT-TONY. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. What did you get for Christmas? What was the good deal this year? Uh, let me know. You can also let me know on the X Twitter at Tony Katz and Tony at TonyKatz.com. So I've got two lists. I have two lists, producer Carl. I have got the 11 last-minute gifts from Amazon. And then I have, uh, from Wired, 25 last-minute deals that will arrive by Christmas. So here, here is the list. Now, some of these, like, I, I have no idea what a uh, Laneige lip-sleeping mask is. I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Is is it a, is it a makeup or is it an actual physical thing you put on your face? I don't know how people sleep sleep with a mask. That's super creepy. Like you, they, like the eyes covered because you want to have the total darkness. Dark, yes. Total darkness, no. Which it which came to me over age because I used to be deathly scared of the dark. I mean, a grown man ridiculously impossibly afraid of of the dark i used to go to sleep with the tv on and it would interfere with the sleep but i couldn't i it, it was too intense without it it took years to get into uh having the room be basically dark but not overwhelming i still i still there's there's a nightlight on what you, you, you want to fight about it okay fine you don't think i'm a man you should imagine what i think of you and your sister i'm just saying i think i can admit to the fact that i was scared of the dark and now i just have a love-hate relationship with it but the idea of one of those masks freak me freaks me out here is the gift the dyson v12 detect slim cordless vacuum cleaner if you're the kind of guy who can get somebody a vacuum cleaner as a gift for christmas bravo that's that, that is well done that is that is impressive. Impressive that you uh, can do that. That is also available. And then there is the Beats Studio Buds. I don't know what works and what does the headphones. I still like a wire. I don't want the wireless. But these are uh, normally $150. Bucks. They're $79.95. So some of the Christmas gifts that you can get. I- I'm sponsored by none of these people. I'm sponsored by... None of 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 these people. Uh, then so that was that was list one, and then there's stuff like this: the Apple iPad ninth generation, two hundred fifty dollars. It's eighty dollars off. You can get a Best Buy or Target. Is that a gift that you get where someone's like, "Oh my gosh, I've always wanted this," or is it a gift that you get where somebody's like, "Oh cool, uh, an, another gadget 
and they don't do anything with it. I would think that the gadget gifts are so you could show that you got somebody a gadget or show that you have a gadget, but you don't actually utilize the, the, the gadget. Here is a Logitech wired gaming mouse for 20 bucks. Who doesn't have a mouse at this point? These aren't gifts. Oh, this is wired though. So it's all going to be this ridiculousness. It's all going to be this nonsense. Look, if you haven't gotten a gift by now, uh, I, I think you should get something if, if it's important to you. And I just think that, you know, you should, to, to the best of your ability, you should shop local. To the best that you can, keep it local this year. It, it's, it's much more important. There's an ethics complaint against Katanji Brown-Jackson. Normally, I wouldn't even discuss this. An ethics complaint. Every four seconds, there's an ethics complaint. Katanji Brown-Jackson, Supreme Court Justice. The violations that she is accused of um, involve, I believe, uh, her husband, the allegations that Jackson, quote, appears to have willfully failed to disclose required information regarding her husband's medical malpractice consulting income for over a decade. And given that the repeated omissions of this information for several years, it is appropriate to refer Justice Jackson to the United States Attorney General. Normally, I'd pay this stuff no mind. But it, it seems that the... This world of, of, of allegations, this world of, of, um, uh, of violations of ethics are utilized in a very, very uh, politically retributive way. And we see this in, in, a, in a lot of places that somehow the, the political right, oh, you violated this, you violated that, you violated other, we must investigate this, we must do that. When the political left has a, a violation, oh, this is just harassment, this isn't anything. It's, and we always seem to allow that to be the, the standard. What has been alleged regarding Clarence Thomas, Supreme Court Justice, over the past couple of years has been disgusting and immoral. You don't have to like his decisions. That's different than whether or not the man is a good justice, and he is. And violations of uh, the Supreme Court regarding a trip or regarding a series of things doesn't exist. Now, you could say, hey, I think you should disclose if, you're t if someone's buying you a trip. If someone's taking you on their private plane, maybe that should be disclosed. But there were no violations. And then you take uh, people that he's associated with, with Harlan Crow, one of those people. Oh my gosh, how terrible. What's wrong with that dude? You don't like him, so what? But you're now going to make the accusation, oh, it proves his bigotry, it proves that. Everything is done to the extent of, of, of hateful. So it is, I think, as a matter of learning... When there is, oh, forgive me again, just this little dumb cough. When there is an allegation, why am I ignoring it? Here, here's the, here's the uh, uh, allegation uh, of impropriety, the violation from the leftist Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson, who cannot tell you what a woman is. Why shouldn't that be 
as front page as anything else. I bring it up to you because this is exactly the problem. And I don't say that I'm not part of the problem in this one. I want to talk about the things. The 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 the, the issues that matter. And I ignore claptrap. For everything that has been said about Clarence Thomas, I haven't engaged the conversation that much. I certainly haven't engaged it recently. But if I do not respond to things like this, while other people are making massive hay out of something about Clarence Thomas, how will they learn how to be normal? They believe they can get away with anything, anytime they want. They believe they can get away with anything. They can attack and attack and attack and vilify and destroy. And you have to take it. And if you now have a question about somebody, well, that's just proof that you're a racist. Remember, an allegation against black justice Clarence Thomas, well, that's justified. An accusation against black justice Katanji Brown Jackson is proof that you're a racist. That that's the that's the way it works. So I bring it up because there's this allegation. Do I do I know if it, if it's going to bring anything uh, seriously uh, problematic? Did it change the way? Do these violations involve things that in, involve how she has ruled on things regarding the the court or or uh, previous courts? I have absolutely no idea. But I thought it was worth bringing up. An ethics violation or a claim should should at least be looked at. But it shouldn't be brought up for purposes of retribution. It should be brought up because there's an issue. But we're not at that stage. We're well past that stage. I'm trying to figure out how to get there. We get there by being clear and direct and forcing the other side to recognize that they can't get away with certain things. Let me give you an example. The Lincoln Memorial was vandalized. This took place, uh, or I should say the story took place yesterday, where there were cleanup crews at the Lincoln Memorial, between the reflecting pool and the Lincoln, where graffiti was found, including messages of free Gaza. Paint all over the stairs. The the uh, free Gaza people are, of course, Hamas supporters, and they want Jews dead. These are Jew-hating, worthless bigots, whether they be the Democratic Socialists, which is to say the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party, which is to say the Democratic Party, or the media, which is to say the Democratic Party. Oh, oh, ask me how I really feel. I'll tell you. I mean, they wrote land back, spray-painted, on the Lincoln Memorial. So yes, these people are disgusting, these people are violent, and these people are guilty of crimes. This should be a moment of, hey, 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 everybody. Protest is just fine in the United States, but don't deface our monuments. 
and you don't deface the monument of the guy who fought the war to end slavery. You don't deface the monument of the guy of the Emancipation Proclamation. You know who says that? Me. That's it. You know how many people from MSNBC are going to say that? 0.0. Over at CNN, 0.0. They won't. They won't say this is not a way to act. There will be no one who's like, guys, we don't, we don't do this thing. You don't engage in, 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 uh, in vandalism. I bring it up to you because every day it is worthy to remind oneself what it is that will be excused from their side and what it is that they will call out from the other. Now, what you might say to me is, Tony, that's just the way of the world. That is just the way people are. I'm here to say to you, that is not the way we can be. I get the point of the people who say, I'm sick and tired of being told everything I do is wrong and somehow everything they do is just fine. They have to be held to account. That's the only way they'll learn. I agree with that. But you have to understand that if we're going to hold people to account, everybody's going to get held to account. And I don't think that's a bad thing. There is a reason to hold people to account. You know, the, the, the funniest thing of, about Alinsky and the rules for radicals, which, you know, is, is, is really predicated on, on, on some evil stuff. One of the rules for, for, for radicals is um, the price of a successful attack is a constructive alternative. It is the, the idea that um, if you uh, engage to try and make a quote-unquote change, you have to now accept the fact that you might have a result. You, you, you might win. Well, you got to be able to do that. And so if you're holding people to account, you have to expect that you would be held to account. I'm just saying that that you got to know that going in. If Ketanji Brown Jackson, if Justice Jackson was involved and her husband in something duplicitous, I, I think it has to be dealt with. I think it has to be dealt with. But that means that somebody, uh, some justice on the political right, if they were having an ethics complaint, it would be something to have to deal with. And maybe if everybody is held to a standard, we'll have less of the frivolous and then things that are actually an issue. But if we allow Clarence Thomas to just get abused and we say nothing about Ketanji Brown Jackson or anybody else, then uh, those who want to destroy you and, well, they're out there, are emboldened to continue to do just that, thinking that you will never respond or trying to diminish your response. So they have to be held to account. You have to bring the subjects up. That's why I do it. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz today.
Honda in the middle of a recall. Two and a half million vehicles. This because of a fuel pump? The National Highway Transportation Safety Administration. The models include 2018 through 2020 Accord Civic CRVs. The Acura line, the MDX and the RDX, the TLX and the ILX. That's a that's a lot of stuff. Uh right right there. Um you'll start seeing things in the mail. The fuel pump inside the fuel tank can fail, leading to stalled engines and an increasing the risk of a crash. That does not sound like something a car should do. Meanwhile, Rudy Giuliani is filing for bankruptcy protection. I get it. You've got what was it, a hundred and 80 million that you said he was responsible for? 170 million for defamation? Well, he's got debts that include a recently uh, that, that, that civil judgment. Um, and he's saying, look, I, y- you can't have it all. I've got debts. I've got things. I'm going to get the protection a- as an American citizen. He's filing uh, estimates that he has assets between worth between a million and t- I think ten million. I think that's what he's saying. Even though it's written oddly here, an estimated liabilities of between one hundred and five hundred million. And then people are going to say, "How dare he?" American citizen taking advantage of the opportunities provided to all American citizens. That's how dare he. No one is surprised. That two women can get $150 million for defamation? That, I think that's a little bit more surprising. This is Tony Katz today.